Why are you not donating to my podcast? This is by far one of the strangest communication transactions I've ever had with a lady. And this particular lady I was getting to know in hopes to maybe meet one day and spend a little time together. But instead, I found myself at five in the morning arguing with her over the matter in which words are used. And we're going to talk about those words starting now. Any of those who are fans of Kirby Enthusiasm know Larry David goes through a lot of crazy situations involving common sense and how people can abuse this sort of sense that for all of us is supposed to be common. Well, let me set the mood for you. I was talking with this lady first on Facebook dating, which seemed to be going nowhere. And suddenly she started talking with me a bit more. And as we talked a bit more, she asked for my phone number. And this is always a good moment because a person is showing that they trust you and like you enough to where they want to go to the next level of interaction. I was game, gave her my phone number, but I had to preface, don't call me right away. Just let me know before you call because, you know, that's I, was, I believe I was at work at the time or it was early in the morning, one or the other. Anyway, so she ends up calling me, I think, the next day and conversation is going OK. The, the, oh, sorry. Yeah, she called me the next day. The conversation's going cool. And she had kind of like sort of uh, teased me a few times about myself. To which I had made the statement, you are a sadist, aren't you? And she paused for a moment. And I, I wasn't ready for this pause. I was expecting some laughing and, and et cetera. And she said, ooh, you know what that mean? And I hesitated. I said, yes, I, I do know. That's why I used it. And... She was kind of laughing, but then she kind of was asking me sort of weird questions at this point. And she took from me saying it in the context that I had used it, that I, in fact, may have some activity in the BDSM field. Now, that's a bit of a stretch for me personally. It's not my taste, so to speak. And we'll talk about that more later on in this story. But I thought it was very flirtatious and cool because it seemed like that was a moment. That was a momentous turn of events. Like suddenly she opened up more and she was talking with me more. And then I had a new like inside joke to talk with her about. Um, because the the idea of me being a sadist, because I said she was a sadist, I don't know. That was kind of, that's a, it's kind of crazy, right? He's a sadist! Granted, yes, I am a sadist. I do love to inflict pain upon other people. But this is in terms of personality and, and sarcasm, not in the sense of physically 
doing things to a would-be submissive lady that is listening to this and is interested. Uh, are you? I, I, I never really done that per se, but I guess it's the first time for everything. But I had to clarify to her that no, I'm not a sadist. I am not into the BDSM culture, but then I made a clever wordplay message as I was getting ready to spend time with my kids. I had told her, well, it's time for me to be a dom to my kids, but hopefully in the meantime, you can get yourself a sub. Like a Subway sandwich. You, you get the joke. You get, you get it. <laughs> it seems like she liked the joke and she laughed in text based form. And we proceeded to talk later on that day. And it was cool conversation, cool banter uh, back and forth with her and I. And yes, I am getting my uh, gold bloom on and this is uh how i talk because uh, that's fascinating that's fascinating because no i'm sorry i'm sorry that's that was a terrible impersonation anyway her and i are talking and you know we're getting really comfortable right now because we already set up the foundation that she has to be somewhat freaky because why else would she linger on this whole sadomasochist thing so I'm kind of doing my thing with that. You know, we, we, we shoveling that in a little bit, dumping that on her a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We keep dumping that on her. And the convo gets a little weird. And she tells, she tells me, hey, I don't like when we talk too much about me physically. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I had complimented her on her figure as I was looking at her picture. And I wanted to kind of show her that, yes, I think you're physically attractive because I had never stated that prior. And I guess for her, it was a bit much at that time. She said she was tired. And, and when she gets tired, she's like this and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, it's OK. It's cool. It's like 11, 1130 something. I should be going to bed right now. Uh, so we deceded. Uh, sorry, we, we ended the convo. Then we went to sleep. And I woke up and I, I think she said to text her in the morning whenever I wake up uh, so she can get up. And I did that and she didn't get up right away. But when she got the text, she, she called me immediately and we were talking. Now, at this point, it's been it's been cool convo going back and forth for the most part. Um, she did sort of kind of hint to me about using that sadist word in uh, the dom and the sub language, how she kind of, in a way, didn't really appreciate it. And I was kind of like, okay. But my humor was like, we got to do more of that because <laughs> it's bothering somebody. Cause that, that's usually how I respond. I know that's very insensitive. I know. But anyway, uh, so her and I were talking. And... Somehow she, we get on this subject of like this TikTok challenge thing. You know, the TikTok challenge thing where they go down a list of stuff like, have you ever done this? Have you ever done that? And you got to put your hand up if, if you have or not, whatever. We decided to do that. But instead of putting my hand up because we weren't on FaceTime, instead, I would say yes. So she was like, um, have you ever been a lawyer? And I was like, no. Have you ever? <laughs> it was like these uh, X amount of things. It was like maybe... 
18 things she she listed. And I only said yes to one. Well, I said yes to two. The one was, do you have two or more kids? And I said, yes, which was kind of self-explanatory as I've already said that. But this was like not something she had made as a list. It was more something that she had found. And then she had asked me something about a worker. But uh, have you ever been a worker? But it was a construction worker. And I said, oh, no. And I said, I'm only one of those things. And then I had uh, said after that, well, you know, I'm vanilla. My life is boring. So I, I wouldn't be a lot of those exciting things on that list. And it was at this moment she took pause again. It was kind of similar to when I said the sadist thing, but this time it was a different sort of thing going on. And she was asking me, why would you say vanilla? And I was, I was like, cause it's boring and bland and, and all that sort of stuff. And she was like, no, you shouldn't say that. And, and I'm like, oh, I was expecting like some words of encouragement that you actually are interesting and you get, you know, I'm expecting that. But she's like, because vanilla can be taken as a racist term or a term in slight against one's sex life. What you say, oh, that you only meant well, well, cause you did. And... I was like, excuse me? And then she proceeds to tell me instances where vanilla, saying something is vanilla, is a slight against white people. And it was at this moment I realized something is not right. <laughs> Something is very, 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 very wrong. And at this point, I am growing more and more impatient and frustrated at this woman's clear refusal to understand my means of communication. Clearly does not take into consideration me using this word vanilla that is supposed to be slang for the most lame and boring thing ever to insinuate matters of one's sex life, one's race. I mean, she didn't know also that my name is Fried Oreo. Literally, you know, vanilla is something that I am and I fried it. And that in turn is what is fried Oreo. <laughs> I have so many different names for, I, not names, but I have so many different stories for fried Oreo, similar to Joker on uh, The Dark Knight. Why so serious? Anyway, uh, the combo gets really, really heated at this point because what's starting to take place here is not merely that I said something offensive to her but also that my personality is offensive. There was instances she was making about her friends um, would take things the wrong way if I had said this or that sort of thing. And this was only my second day on the phone talking with her. Um, now, could I have taken this as a helpful suggestion to maybe watch my words and what I say? Sure. 
Um, I could have easily done this and it probably could have been avoided uh, at that point in time. But I think down the road, it would have been another incident of this nature to take place and another to where I don't know if we would have been as compatible in that regard. And then thank goodness we decided to talk on the phone first before we had met because there have been situations where I've met somebody just by text messages alone and I did not talk with them on the phone whatsoever. And it can go either way. It can go either way. So, uh, um, and then it, it gets to the crescendo of the conversation. She then compares what I said as vanilla and she, she threw this suggestion out there. She's like, what, what would you, if you heard somebody say cracker out in public and, and what would you assume that they're saying? And at this moment, I'm really kind of, I'm lost here because I'm wondering, is she trying to compare vanilla to the N word? I was really, really confused because as you remember, I said I was vanilla. I didn't say she was. I said I was clearly knowing this is a word that is not meant to compliment someone. I was self-deprecating. I gave myself a self-burn. And my theory is that outside of maybe it's true in terms of what she was saying, I actually did a little research on vanilla versus kink, and there indeed is an instance of that. But how could I have been talking about that when I am describing my personality? I didn't say in bed I'm vanilla. I said <laughs> my lifestyle is vanilla. So um, I think for her, self-deprecating humor is odd. She doesn't get it. She do, not that she doesn't get the joke. She doesn't get why is it a joke? Like there could be a sign of some underlining mental instability. And it's, she's not the first. I've known of other people to feel this way where they aren't really fans of self-deprecating humor. And they actually think it's a strong correlation to signs of depression. But I'm not depressed. In the least, never been diagnosed for depression or any sort of mental illness. Much love to those that have and continue to fight it. Please do. We, we support you. Fight the stigma. But anyway, um, it got to the point where you know some people, they feel like if they can just explain it, you would understand. But for her, the more she explained it, the more holes in her logic was forming. And it got to a point where I didn't want to listen to her go on another four-minute speech talking in circles about things that could have been done in one minute. So I'm, I'm kind of just at this point, I cut her off and I said some more stuff. And by this point, I had made it on the bus on my way to work. And she said, you know what? I, I'm just, I'm just, I don't want to talk right now. And she hung up. And I have not heard from her since. And that was, uh, what day was that? Let's see. Today is Sunday. I want to say that was Friday, the 17th. Haven't heard from her since. Thank goodness. Deleted her from my contacts. And I deleted her on FB Dating. 
I, I didn't want to get that message back after she didn't thought about it and want to really dig into me or something like that. It was, it was insane. I really was floored that she thought I was saying these things without knowing what I was saying, but I was saying it correctly as the words are. Now, maybe she took issue with the fact that I was making light of sadomasochism and uh, BDSM culture, but I'm only making light of it because it's, it's clearly not something I do or partake in. Her assumptions were incorrect to begin with. So how can I be going at a culture when I wasn't going at the culture? You assumed I was going at the culture because you had these instances with these other people you were talking with where a similar thing occurred. But that does not mean that the next situation that happens in a similar setting is going to give you the same results. That's just crazy. Yes. If I say good, if I say good morning to a girl and she has a combo with me and we're, we're having bubbly combo and we end up having sex that same day. That does not mean if I say good morning to another girl, the same thing's going to happen. Sometimes shit is just magical and it's a standalone scenario that only relates to that. And sometimes you just might fudge vanilla. Anyway, thank you all for sticking around to this story (laughs) as it was a crazy story. And um, yeah, this is going to be more from me soon. I thought I'd do things a little different with this episode. It was actually like a story. Hopefully I had you immersed in the action and suspense. And uh, that title, Fudging Vanilla. Matters of Miscommunication. I think that's the title. I'm around with it. Anyway, I am Fried Oreo, the host of the Fried Oreo show, and I have some ideas. And hopefully you do too.